0: Welcome to Conversations with Kerry, a series of audio interactions with people and things in my world that I find interesting. If you have any comments, queries, questions, or feedback, you can find me as at KHOATH on Twitter or email me, K E R R Y, at G O T S S dot net. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of Conversations with Carrie and day four of ADHD medication. Can we tell there is actually podcasts on a reasonably regular schedule? So here's another episode. And I have invited along this time the delightful, ineffable uh, Alicia. Welcome. <laughs>
1: Thank you. What kind of word was that? Anyway,
0: ineffable. It means. Uh, I need to look that one up. Awesome. Yeah. We'll have to get a, a definition for ineffable. <laughs> As you can hear, she's had quite the audio upgrade from last time if oh, anybody who's been following my podcast for some time. Original podcast we had her on was the Doc and Alicia Fun with Hypnosis podcast.
1: Episode 15, I believe.
0: I think it was episode 15. And if anybody has any feedback, comments, would you like to see more of Alicia or less of Alicia on the podcast?
1: <laughs> I don't know if I want the answer. To- <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs>
0: I would like to see more of her on the podcast because... I love podcasting with people. It's fun. We're up here on Riverside on Sunday, the 3rd of October, 2021. And I put that on just because so many of my recordings don't have dates on them. And then I go back and listen to them later and sort of go, when did that happen? So here we are. Today, we're talking about Makona coffee. or we're talking about coffee. Now, I've had some interesting experiences with coffee. Coffee, when I used to drink a lot of it when I was younger, would cause me quite bad reflux. And we'll come back to that thought in a minute. And in fact, when I have been to America, and I've been to America four times, which is where Alicia is from, their coffee is made in pots and French presses and... Well, how did you used to make your coffee, actually, as a case in point? Just, you know...
1: Pot or Keurig? Keurig.
0: Pot or Keurig. Okay, so a bit of Keurig coffee, a bit of pot coffee. Take a few cups out of the pot throughout the day. That's a common thing in America. Uh, no, you not no? throughout the
1: day. Yuck.
0: Okay, just in breakfast. Okay.
1: Well, I mean, if you're, I'm not opposed to having coffee throughout the day. What I'm saying is you make a fresh pot of it because... Letting okay. it sit in the pot and then getting it later and heating it up in the microwave, oh, yeah.
0: There are people who do subscribe to this
1: Oh, believe abomination. me, I know. I, that's the problem. It is an abomination. So, yes, yeah, I is. know. I'm just, that is, no. Not you. <laughs> okay, all right, not you. All
0: right. So we have a coffee connoisseur in our midst, which well, is excellent. Well,
1: that's kind of funny. I'll tell you why later, but anyway. Go okay,
0: on. no worries. So you used to drink either... Keurig coffee or pot coffee. Now, for people who aren't in the US, Keurig is one of those. Actually, I it ends an with a G. Keurig. Yeah, it is. It? It's, a G. Yeah, K- it's uh, a G. I believe it's
1: K E U R I G, I believe.
0: Ah, Keurig. Okay. Keurig coffee is one of the American coffee pod systems. So if you want to make a lot of. Okay, coffee quickly with minimum fuss. Many people default to a Keurig. They probably shouldn't, but it's convenience over yum.
1: I was going to say, I believe kind of where that trend got going was for offices initially. Mm-hmm. People would have the Keurig, you know, paper cups, sugar packets, creamers. There's your coffee station with a minimum of mess. You weren't pouring out of a pot, you weren't mm-hmm. making a bunch and then either having too many people try to get coffee and there wasn't enough or vice versa, you know, you'd make a pot that doesn't get gone because you'd have those really big industrial, you know, commercial office Mm size pots. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of where they got started was in offices because someone could just make their own the way they wanted it, minimal mess, there you have it, and it ended up migrating into everybody's homes
0: interestingly enough and this reminds me of the inkjet printer on every desk that we used to have in offices like i can't use the main printer so i will have an inkjet on my desk so keurig was the solution to that for coffee because certain smaller offices would have a keurig in them rather than having a building coffee machine yeah okay no, that's all very interesting. I have had Keurig coffee. It's
1: it's not that great, in my opinion. <laughs> it's
2: it's
0: it, it goes from blur to not so bad. Uh, Basically yes. the, Yeah, that's that's so. If you want coffee and you have to have coffee and you're in a hurry, give me coffee now. Keurig, no problem. All right, so what was the problem with coffee for you? Uh, I remember you talking to me earlier in the year and just, you can't drink as much coffee as you like.
1: Yeah, well, backing that up for a second, just because I'm amused mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. you calling me a coffee connoisseur, I did not mm-hmm. start drinking coffee till it was 2015, so until I was 35 years old, 34. Okay. I always loved the smell of it when I was growing up. I mean, I loved how coffee smelled, and I even mm-hmm. because I liked mm-hmm. the smell, I wanted to like the drink, and I never did. I used to say it tasted like water with dirt in it. Yes, I said that for years
2: hmm hmm
0: A lot of people think that. And I was introduced to coffee when I was five, just as an interesting counterpoint. But I actually drank it. I was in the paddock, and I'm like, what have we got? And they've got, well, we've got water, and we've got coffee. And I said, well, can I please have some coffee? And so they poured me a cup. And you're not really supposed to give coffee to five-year-olds, but no. this was 1981, and you know, the world was a different place and i remember drinking coffee and tea at age 6 which was quite a surprise to a lot of the people who were adults at the time sort of saying are you allowed this yes would you like to call my mum oh no we'll, nice. we'll give it to you yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i thought it tasted like water with dirt in it and i was mm-hmm. just i always said that for years and people always said oh when you go to college and you start you know doing all nighters and you know staying awake doing homework you'll require taste for it nope when you work full time, you'll, you'll acquire taste for it. Nope. It actually took my now late husband getting cancer in 2015 and me only being able to sleep for about four hours at a stretch uh, at one point that I'm just like, oh, my God, caffeine. Caffeine. I need it, and it became a, initially a battlefield necessity. And I put about as much cream and sugar in it as the thing could hold. People used to tease me that wasn't coffee; that was dessert. And I knew I was actually getting to like coffee when it was like, "Oh, that's too much cream and sugar. So let's cut back on it. Let's cut back some more. That's too much." Oh, um, there's none in here. Oh, okay. And then now, I was like, "Oh, I actually like this stuff." <laughs>
0: so not quite what we're getting into in this podcast, but an interesting no. jump-off point for another one. Isn't it fascinating how experience and circumstance? alters our likes and dislikes yes. um, without, without going into any f- further information on that.
1: No, it's okay. But that's when I finally started drinking it, then acquired a taste for it, like everyone told me for the past 20-some-odd years that I would. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and
0: essentially for you it was a case of needs must when the devil drives.
1: Yeah, it was basically battlefield necessity at yes. that point. Yes. But it turned into yum-yum and uh, <laughs> became... Something I enjoyed, not just something I needed.
0: Okay, but you were saying at the beginning of the year that you couldn't drink as much of it as you wanted to.
1: Yeah, I lived on it from about 2015 through the middle of 2018, and mm. it was fine. And yes, American coffee, but we actually got the good stuff, not mm-hmm. Folgers or Maxwell House, because yuck. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I could drink it just fine. And then in the latter half of 2018. It really started messing with my acid reflux. You mentioned reflux earlier.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And to the point where it didn't matter what else I put in it, you know, people are like, oh, cut it with milk, do this, do this. Um, no, reflux city. And I actually had to, for a while, stop drinking it altogether. Mm. By the way, the caffeine withdrawal headaches are hell. Yes. They rival they any are. migraine. Oh my God. They are. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, there was about a year and some where I didn't drink it at all, or if I was going to, I kind of paid for it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Now, fascinatingly enough, um, without getting into too much, caffeine is one of the most common over-the-counter stimulants consumed by the world's population.
2: Absolutely.
0: I don't think anybody would argue that point. And so many... People partake of tea, coffee, various other drinks. Mountain Dew is, yeah, I agree, is often inhaled by programmers for focus and things like that. Okay, so I was messing with acid reflux. and In fact, I remember talking to you towards the beginning of the year
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and saying, you know, do you drink coffee? Because we were getting to know each other. And we were talking about everything. And do you drink coffee was one of the important questions that came up.
1: Absolutely. This is a make or break thing or no? <laughs> it, it,
0: it is. It is. And I mean, obviously, we haven't gone into which audiobook narrators do you like because <laughs> you know, that's when the fight started. But right. we did ask about coffee and you had said that it had messed with your reflux. Mm-hmm. And as most people in the world do, you had a birthday and I had discussed the instant coffee that i drink now my experience with most americans as soon as you say instant coffee the response is luck
1: and that was mine
0: you know instant coffee is it's like white chocolate is to chocolate instant coffee is to coffee if you speak to the serious coffee drinkers and i had said to alicia that i thought that instant coffee as far as macona was concerned was actually not a bad instant coffee as far as instant coffees were concerned. So I bought Alicia a jar of it for her birthday. Mm. Uh, It was a little jar. That was the first little jar of McCona you ordered off Amazon. How did you find? I remember being with you the first time you made some up.
1: Yeah, when Carrie was first talking about instant coffee, my reaction was, bleh, Um, because I have tried it over the years, even after I started liking coffee, and just, no. But I also know that Kerry's not just going to drink lousy coffee. So if he was saying this was good, then I knew that despite my own skepticism, I should trust his judgment on that one. So he bought me some of this. And by the way, it comes in this same jar because most coffee, I don't know about over there in Australia, but in the States comes in cans or you can get vacuum packed bags of it. This comes in a glass jar, which I personally think is cool. I like the glass jar. So he ordered it for me for my birthday told me how, specifically how he makes it, because we both like cream and sugar, the milk and sugar in it, and described the meticulousness with which that is made. Carrie, you remember like the measurements and things. You should...
0: Yeah, I do. Describe
1: how you do this.
0: I do actually recall, because one of the things I have discovered with having people experience foods and drinks is it's very important that somebody gets the best experience that they can have with the food and drink. So it was important to me that if Alicia was going to order Makona and have Makona, that we actually give her the best experience possible. So my method of making Makona, and I realise that this will cause dissent and outrage in the global community as I talk about this. This is how (laughs) I make mine. One teaspoon of Makona granules, two teaspoons of sugar, about maybe a quarter inch of milk, stir the resulting syrup around until as much of the ingredients dissolve in that milk solution, and then top the rest of it up with hot water and give it a good stir to make sure everything was is mixed in
1: yep well i should back this up a little bit carrie has um uh, turned me on to two things in the coffee arena one of them being the Makona of which we are speaking the mm. other being turbinado sugar i had never heard of that either
0: yes now turbinado sugar for anybody who doesn't know is a less processed version of sugar that you can get in America, we can't get it over here because our sugar processing is different. Don't confuse turbinado sugar with raw sugar because there is a difference. But I had said that if Alicia wanted to up-level her coffee, uh, she should consider turbinado sugar.
1: It is not brown sugar, and it's not quite the texture of that either, but it's not the really fine, almost sandy texture of standard white sugar. It's somewhere in between is the only way I can describe it. Hmm. On the spectrum it tends to smell and feel a little bit more like brown sugar but not quite. You can tell It it's doesn't so have the
0: stickiness of brown sugar actually. No, there, it there must be less less of the molasses in there or whatever. I'm just saying we can we could certainly look that up on yeah. Wikipedia if anybody wants to know, but so did you have the turbinado sugar at the same time as the macona I think you did. Yes, yes because okay. I already
1: ordered it for other things. I made coffee like just my caribou blend that I like mm-hmm. and just try the sugar itself and discover the sugar was amazing, but I still had the coffee problem cause I still had the reflux problem. Hence the ordering of Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was up talking to carry on team talk and made this. I didn't put in, I don't like quite as much sugar in it as you do. No. Okay. But I, you know, did the milk coffee sugar solution that you're talking about and poured in, and stirred the hot water. I don't have a cool electric kettle like he does. He has a smart kettle. I do not. I wish I did. But right now oh, I, I just have the, I the, the copper kind that you just put on the stove. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so pour that, stir, stir, stir. And this stuff is actually pretty freaking good. Yeah. It really is. I For instant coffee, It's pretty, pretty amazing. The really, really amazing thing is it does not bother my reflux. I'm sure Mm -hmm. if I had a ton of it in a day, it could. Yeah. But I can have, say, two cups spread apart a little bit and no reflux problem whatsoever. So this has officially solved my I need caffeine problem without the I have heartburn problem.
0: Which Excellent.
1: makes very Excellent. much happier me Yes. Better living yes. through Macona and Turbinado Sugar oh.
0: <laughs> There you go, there you go But interestingly enough And just to sort of wind back just a little bit So given the situation we're all in at the moment With the Rona and stuff We're mm-hmm. still in the, you know, the times of Rona We were actually up on Team Talk together Having coffee yes. at the same time together as a shared experience because with people being encouraged to go out less and, you know, basically the global population encouraged to stay home, sit inside, whatever, limit your exposure. And it was a fun thing to do. We actually both made Makona coffee simultaneously mm-hmm. and tried it. And that was, a, you know, one of those Bondic experiences. So, I mean, yes, just for future reference, cool. are we talking about one and a fraction of sugar, or are we talking just a like how much sugar do you think you put in?
1: Um, probably a fairly like a teaspoon, a little more than a teaspoon, like a heaping teaspoon, I guess it'd be. So milk, milk, and, milk and heaps one,
2: yeah, yeah, basically.
1: Okay. And also, as a interesting note, we did the the reason that I'm awake to record this podcast at twelve forty. 8 a.m. U.S. time, central U.S. time, is that we actually did the um, Making Makona Simultaneously Mm -hmm. thing about four hours ago?
0: Yes. I may or may not have encouraged her a little bit, but here we are, and it is. um, that's why this podcast is being mastered at this time. We got distracted talking to a group on Team Talk and uh, then came across here to record this. But it is fascinating to introduce a beverage or a food supply item to somebody who hasn't had it before and, you know, join them on the journey of discovery, especially when the journeys of discovery are good ones. I see a lot of YouTube videos where they give Americans Vegemite on a spoon and I'm personally not down for that because we don't eat our Vegemite off a spoon. We have right. far less Vegemite. So <laughs> it was interesting to, to get her some Macona and have her experience it. And I am happy that, you know, it is something that you enjoy. So for anybody who drinks coffee, wants to drink coffee, has reflux problems, please consider Makona. It's a little bit pricey in the U.S., As an interesting case in point, I usually bring a couple of jars of it across to the US when I come over because we get it so much cheaper than you guys get it over there. And in fact, you can get a cheap jar and bring that over. And in fact, you can get a big tin, which is actually a 500 gram tin. Uh, It's a bit over a pound of Makona. They're the sort of caterer's tins. So, the, the regular sizes are little jar, medium jar, medium large jar, big jar. And then once you go above the big jar, you get to caterers' tins. And I also have seen the Makona in vacuum pack as well over here.
1: I saw the tins you're talking about because you said 500 grams. Mm-hmm. They are about $40 on Amazon.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah, they're about $30 here, so they're still pricey. So about $10 cheaper and, you know, because it's, I think the Wikipedia article I read said you get Mocona in Australia and the Dominican Republic of all places.
1: That's interesting. Speaking of getting it in Australia, I actually have had fun explaining this to several people who have known that I couldn't drink coffee because of reflux. That was, I griped about that on social media. Multiple times, uh, mm-hmm. in 2018, 19, and part of 20, nah, and 20 off and on as well. Um, but so people knew I couldn't have it, and well, could, but paid the penalty for it. And so people are like, oh, you can have coffee, what kind? Got you know, I want to get some, and I'm like, actually, oh, this is kind from Australia. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. And it's always fun then to explain what it is, how I heard about it. I like it, that yes, you can get it in the U.S., no, you can't buy it on the grocery store because it's Australian import, so grocery stores don't have it. Yep. But it's just, it's just fun watching people when they learn that you are drinking this Australian coffee.
0: And that's an interesting phenomena as well. When Americans become involved with Australians for whatever reason... It is interesting to see bits of our culture intertwine. There are certain American things that I will eat, like Oreos, because we can get those over here, and Pop-Tarts were originally American, I believe, and it's interesting to see you get Makona coffee, so there's also that side story of, you know, I am talking to an Australian, being online and whatever else, and... You know, he was the one to get me into the Makona coffee. So that's an interesting link off there.
1: But it is interesting watching people's reactions when you explain it. Yes. And I don't know if any of my friends have actually ordered it. I know people, some of them have thought about it because they also have reflux problems. But um, it is quite tasty. It is unlike any coffee I have had before. But I maybe you have descriptors to put on... Flavor and all that stuff. I don't. My words are failing me here as I'm trying to think about how to describe it.
0: Mm. Okay. So I think one of the first things I'd describe about Makona is coffee is prepared in many different ways. And I believe that Mocona is an extract from the coffee beans. I'm not exactly sure what they do to it, but it is freeze-dried. So that's interesting to, to see how it's freeze-dried. And it basically comes in the glass jars, as we've discussed, or the tins or the vacuum packs, depending on what you're looking for. And when you scoop it into the cup, it's a very light granule substance that you actually spoon into the cup.
1: But it's not as fine as like a lot of the ground coffee over here.
0: No. No, it's coarse granules.
1: Yeah, it's coarse granules, not kind of the sandy, fine ones that you'd see a lot of.
0: Yes, they're quite large granules. So when you actually spoon it into the cup, it's a different sound when it drops in. I wouldn't want to explain taste necessarily because there are different blends. So there's mocha kenya, there's espresso, there's, I'm not sure which one you get.
1: Just the medium roast.
0: Medium roast, that's what we I We don't get, have yeah. the
1: varieties that you do over there. You mm. have like the whole barista's choice, you have a lot of that kind of thing. We, basically what I see on Amazon are the medium roast, dark roast, and some of the flavored ones that come in the little sachets, but most commonly it's the medium roast or the dark roast available. Yeah.
0: Right. And now generally over here, yes. So you have the jars of Makona and you have the vacuum packs of Makona and the tins of Makona. There are also boxes of 10 sachets or 15 sachets or depending yeah, on the size time, of the yeah. sachet with one sachet makes up a drink. And yeah. some of them, most of them, I think, have milk powder in with the sachets. So they you do. essentially mix those up with water that's close to boiling And you get your drink, your latte or whatever the sachet is. Now, I've tended to find that the espresso form of Mocona is very bitter and it has a very intense flavor. And some people absolutely like that. I find that the medium roast works well for me. And it's the the one one I I tend to drink. Yes. Yeah. So there is variety there. But for people who are having trouble with reflux and you want caffeine from a hot beverage such as coffee do consider Mocona it's an interesting option for scratching that itch or fulfilling that need it is. I'm glad that we get to drink the same coffee it just yeah. make up two cups of great. It, it does
1: always help when two people like the same kind of coffee that's right you don't have to <laughs> have two different sets
0: on the bench yeah. so that's certainly a thing so it will be interesting to see how that goes, but I'm very glad that you are enjoying Makona and that I could introduce it, and it has worked so well for you.
1: I'm very glad, and I'm sure people around me are very glad I could have caffeine again.
0: <laughs> I hear Alicia make it up in the morning and it makes my heart happy. It's like, yes, that's, that's one of the things that, that I've introduced. One of my hobbies when permitted and... Desired. I like to find things that will up-level aspects of people's lives if they're down for it. Now, if they're not, absolutely not. But, yeah, if we can get caffeine in there and make the world a better place, do those sorts of things, that makes me happy to be able to show these things off to people.
1: I tease him that basically my cup of coffee at this point is his design between the sugar and the coffee, neither of which I knew about at the beginning of 2021. <laughs> Yes, this makes me quite happy.
0: Excellent, excellent. All right, so if anybody's got any comments, queries, or questions about any of this, at K-H-O-A-T-H on Twitter, and K-E-R-R-Y at G-O-T-S-S dot net. Happy to answer them. And we can certainly answer any questions that we've got about that. And uh, I'd like to thank you for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. This afternoon, because it is this afternoon, morning for you. Yes. And very much appreciate your important stuff there. So any comments, queries, questions, guys, if you've got any,
2: do let me know. Thanks for listening and hope you enjoyed the podcast.